identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. You got to look for our radio station. Search for Twin Talk Cast. That's Twin Talk Cast, one word. We are so excited to have you guys with us again this week. We have a fantastic show. A fantastic show for you tonight. Angel, tell them what we're going to have tonight. We have the uh, rock uh, group Bouye. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a bunch of awesome you know, guitarists with a lot of experience got together and put together this, this it, right on freaking guitar, drum driven rock band. It's pretty awesome. It's a super band. Superband Boulier, headed by Bruce Boulier. You guys know if you guys know rock and roll, you guys know who this is. Who this guy is, man? Bruce. Um, yeah, Bruce Boulier was uh, uh, on the Scream Racer X. Uh, the uh, played with Asia. Uh, yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. And I forget the guy uh, guy's name. One of the guitarists, Tommy Chong's uh, guitar band. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and uh, Mike Hansen and uh, we'll talk. We'll talk to him about. Them. We'll talk to them a little bit more about where they're from, eh? <laughs> anyway, so we got that going on. Also tonight, don't forget that I will be ranting my my Patriot Pass. Frankly, I hadn't prepared one today, so I'm going to find something to talk about. There's always something to talk about. You have no problem with Things that, that eh? are, Well, it's because it's, if it's important, uh, I think if, if I feel it's important, I, I chat I think, it up. I think your mouth in is an involuntary muscle. But you know what I want to say, though? I want people to know that just because I spot it out with conviction doesn't mean I'm trying to cram it down someone's throat. I'm just expressing myself with respect to others' opinion as well. And their right to express themselves as well. When you were born, you were a... I vehemently am against spanking of babies. <laughs> also tonight, uh, Angel's going to be uh, regaling us with another... The Chill Lounge. And also tonight, uh, the news and dirty laundry will be read by yours truly, Jose and Angel, as Jackie is taking an evening off. This uh, early morning shift that she does uh, in the news world is getting catching up to her. So we wish her a get well. And uh, so uh, Jackie, uh, have yeah. your chicken soup and uh, tell Sandro to take care of you. Eh? Sandro Pandro. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on. We we, we are so excited. We're, we're so, what do you, let's, t let's tell our listeners where they can get in contact with us. You can contact us on, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Twinstagram. Just look for Twin Talk Show and comment on there anytime, especially like right now when we're on the air. That way we can like, we can, you know, like, you know, we could conspire and shit. Together. Also, give us a call the old fashioned way at 626-275. That's 626-275-8946 uh, where you can give us a call during the show. We take your calls throughout the show. We're not, we don't have... Well, I do say rules. I won't say that. But the format isn't so strict that we won't take your call throughout the show. Um, uh, the only time we don't is during music break. 
you never know. We might just do it. But give us a call. 866 275 That's 626-275-8946. And we look forward to hearing you throughout the show. And even afterwards on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So that's what's going on tonight's show. And we're really happy that you're with us. Tonight is our last... It's our last day that we're going to be doing this on Wednesdays because usually we do our shows once a week on Tuesdays um, uh, because Tuesdays is Tuesday because but because my brother uh, has been working on NBC's The Voice which the finale was last night huh yeah the the correct way to say it is uh, the French way le finale le finale uh, excusez-moi. Anyway, the finale for The Voice was last night. So until, that's French, right? Until, but it's also it's also uh, a gangster. Excuse him, why? I think. <laughs> but anyways, um, do you have those songs? If you do, cue them. Uh, um, oh, then just write songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? You you got me. Nah. I threw you off. The Voice. Hey, let us know. Give us some inside uh, scoop. Who was the winner on The Voice? Well, if you guys didn't catch it um, and my social media and got mad at me because I spoiled it for <laughs> you did. I was I was like because I don't watch it, but I'm like, dude, did he just spoil this? I totally spoiled it. Anyway, so um, the winner of The Voice. No, but let me finish what I was saying. What I was saying <laughs> first is that we have been because on Mondays and Tuesdays I've been busy on The Voice. Well, our our show, which usually airs on Tuesday nights, uh, has been airing on Wednesday. But now, starting after Christmas, because this is our last show until after Christmas, uh, we will be going back to Tuesdays because Tuesdays is Twins Day. Uh, so we'll be on Tuesday night, at seven p.m. But of course, you can catch all of our shows on our on our webcast. I mean, our website at twintalkcast dot com, and you can click previous podcasts. We will be back in two weeks. Because the following, well, no, it'll be back. No, we'll be back on the thirtieth. On the thirtieth, yes, we'll be back. Oh, so we'll do like a New Year's Eve, eh? We'll do a New Year's Eve. No, well, New Year's Eve is the thirty-first, but we'll still do a New Year's. You want to be here on the thirty-first? Not me, eh? But we could start on the thirtieth. You know what? The week I got to confirm that because I might be working the Rose Bowl preps on that day. Okay. Oh no, no, no! I'm gonna be here. The Rose Bowl's on the first. Yeah, and the, the Rose Parade is on the first two, yeah, and yeah, the I'm prep's not, on the 31st. I'm not doing the Rose Parade this year, thank goodness. So, so yeah, let's, let's do like a New Year's thing, you know? Like, we, if you guys tune in, and we'll we'll start pottery, par, partying on the 30th. Eh? But anyway, because of Christmas, we Can you will... just say yes? Yeah. All right, he said yes. <laughs> I'm going to bring some champagne. Eh? Are you going to be... Are we going to bring champagne? Bring I'll some just, champagne. I'll do, I'll do a glass... Of uh, you, know you know what they say about champagne, right? They make you drop your panties, eh? So don't be wearing any. <laughs> so you don't have to be afraid of dropping them. <laughs> so anyways, because it's Christmas, we're going to be taking next week off, but we'll be back on the 30th, and we'll be back to Tuesdays, because Tuesdays is Twins Day. This is a Mambo version by Billy May of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We'll be right back.
Yeah, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com, getting this Christmas spirit. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know my, my, my car has just been sitting on that one station that's playing all those things. The Christmas carols? Yeah, the Christmas. <laughs> I love it. I can listen to it all year long. <clears throat> it's pretty cool. The ones that I really dig, I'll tell you, you just, you know... Uh, um, is uh, how does it go? It goes uh, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> merry, merry, merry Christmas, baby. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis. Uh huh. That, I know you knew it right off the bat, right? No, not because you <laughs> sure did it. Merry, merry, merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> You sure did treat me right. I'm telling you, all his Christmas songs are rocking. It. They are they're the really, best. They're pretty dope. That, actually, the Elvis Presley Christmas album is probably my favorite Christmas album. Of so all you time. think he left don't uh, he left cookies for Santa or jelly donuts? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> A peanut butter and jelly donuts. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. well, what is it? Merry, uh, Merry Christmas, baby. You sure did treat me right. Um, so, wait, sure did treat me night? What? Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, baby. Merry, Merry Christmas, baby. This one. It's Christmas time. Wait, wait, no. wait. You're playing two songs over there. Let me hear you sing it, brother. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas, baby. You sure did, you sure did, you sure did treat me nice. Because I'm... So happy to see you in my. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you pass Santa that jacket? Pass that peanut butter, please. Pass that peanut butter. <laughs> hey, so since we're on the topic of Christmas songs, you know that song. You know that song. Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah. Do you have that song? I do. That song was like a song that was was I think in the eighties, like in the earlier mid eighties. Eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. It was a song where all the big musicians or singers and composers of the time from that, from England yeah from England were put together a song that um all the proceeds went over to the uh, Ethiopia Ethiopia it's a classic it is man. instant classic it's Christmas well time. you know there was like Bono and uh Paul Young uh Boy George Duran Duran right and so and and Wham that guy, George Michael. George Michael. Did you know that Wham? Actually, they were really moved by this. There he is right there. That's Boy George. Oh, that's Boy George? Oh, yeah. I thought it was George Michael. Eh? Same name almost. <laughs> so what do you say? You got a, you got a news tidbit about it? Yeah. The, they were really moved that they made this uh, other song. Wham actually made that song, uh, that Christmas song. That it's You hear it at all the stores right now. Um, uh, this one's called Do They Know It's Christmas? The other one is called Last Christmas I Gave You My Heart. Well, work after working with this guy who coordinated this whole thing for Ethiopia on this other song, right. Do They Know It's Christmas? They were really moved, so they made this song. Which is really a good song. Last Christmas, play it. That's a classic, too. Uh, there we go. But anyways, did you know they they went and they said they were moved and they said, okay, well we're going to give all the hundred percent of the proceeds to Ethiopia too on this song. On this, I song. never knew that. I didn't know that either. Well, that's not- that's awesome. You know what? This and, is a cla- a great song. And you know what? It it's actually has surpassed the amount of money it's made for Ethiopia. <laughs> what do you mean it's surpassed? Surpassed the, the uh, compared to Do They Know It's Christmas? 
Really? I didn't know that. That's and a- this one, it was just two stars, and the other one was a bunch of stars, eh? Very interesting. I, but they're still starving over there, eh? <laughs> Actually, I think Ethiopia's pretty be- better off now than they were before. You think so? Is it because of the diamonds? That's well, isn't that in Kenya? No, I didn't need that hand. But here's a diamond. <laughs> but you know what? While we're at it, there are people in America that go hungry every single day. And if you want to help that, go to feed.america.org. Go to our website at twintalkcast.com. There's a there's a uh, uh, link to feedamerica.org. Um, uh, that's run by our friend Willie Bass that helps people here in America. For, uh. What help them out? So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good cause. But you know what? Go where you want to go because it's all—it's really... Merry, know. Merry, Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> well, it's your time for your... No. I'm going to try to do a shout-out. No, Charlie, eh? It's time for the shout-outs because we're Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and we love you guys. My brother's in denial about that, but we love you, so we give you shout-outs. Your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Jr., Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But first, I want to start some shout outs. Okay. First I want to give a I want to give a shout out to some happy birthdays eh, today. Your daughter, Liana. Liana, happy birthday. Happy my baby birthday, girl. baby. How how old is she? Twenty-four. Uh-huh. Nuh-uh. She's twenty-four. Nah, All right. Happy birthday, Liana. Also, happy birthday to Jeannie Pico. Also, uh, Fernando Corona. Hey, Holmes. What's up, Fernando? Happy birthday to you, también. I also want to give a special happy birthday to Shy J. Happy birthday to you, and what a great booby hack you had on your Facebook today. She got hacked. No way. Who did? Who was this? Uh, uh, one of our listeners, what Shy, what Shy J. She got booby hacked. Somebody posted some booby pictures of who? There. Of her? Uh, no, I, <laughs> probably Jack. Because she likes weak. boobies. She got hacked, eh? But they're not there anymore, eh? But I downloaded it though. So if you want it, she, Shy, <laughs> you gotta ask. For Whose it. boobies are they? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to uh, uh, my my homie Pancho. What's up, Holmes? Jonathan Nieto, hey Holmes, and uh, uh, you get any shout outs? Yeah, I want to give also a shout out to my daughter Liana Shell, my daughter Nalani, who's here from out of town. Also, Tassine Heider from uh, NBC, fantastic job so far. Uh, you've been an awesome uh, help. I want to give a shout out to Sarah, who's going to be heading to the North Pole to do the story with. Uh, you know, the guy in uh, red, uh, Santa. Hold on, we got a call coming in. Hold on. Hello, you're live on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Who is this? Uh, this is Liana. Hey, Liana. Hi, Liana, my daughter. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to my daughter. Oh, my God. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. <laughs> So, uh, in all, to be fair, I texted my daughter right now. She has no clue. I said, call Poppy right now at 626-275-8946. So, she had no clue. Uh. She, she had no clue she was calling into the radio show. What's up, baby? <laughs> I kind of figured it out, but I'll let you, you know, you know, have your glory. All right. <laughs> I'm giving you glory. That's what I'm calling. <laughs> well, how's your birthday been so far, babe? Oh, it's been Okay. Yeah. Sorry for yawning, but yeah, I I worked, came home, and then I took a nap. Good, take a nap. I worked at five a.m. So in now, the morning. now you're twenty four, huh? 
No, I don't want to be 24. Let's just say I'm 18 over again. As far as I'm concerned, you're 13. <laughs> no, 18. Okay, baby, listen, um, you're, you're going to audition for The Voice, right? Yes. You signed up, right? Hello? It can, it's hard to hear sometimes. Um, you signed up again, right, to, to, to uh, audition? Yes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you will be hearing about Liana on uh, <laughs> The Voice. Hopefully, she will be uh, cast in the next season of The Voice. I'll vote for you, but you need to ask me to be your coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Twin Talk needs to be here to coach me. So, <laughs> Liana Shell, do uh, you want to give some shout-out to somebody in the air? Um, shout-out to my family, my Awesome. <laughs> listening. The ones that are listening, I guess. <laughs> They're all. <laughs> They're not listening. Trust me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Shout out to all the 24 year olds out there. All right. You heard there it. There you go. Straight from the coolest 24 year old of all, Liana Shell. Okay, baby. Happy birthday. We'll talk to you <laughs> soon, okay? Bring, bring your grandchild, my grandchild, and I got a gift for you here when you come over. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. I love you. Bring some beer, Mia. Whatever, dude. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> there you go. That's my daughter. That's my shout-out. Okay, you were doing shout-outs? Uh, yeah, those are your shout-outs, and your shout-outs are brought to you by Latins Jr., Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. Uh, they're in uh, downtown Pomona on 2nd Street. That's in downtown Pomona. Um they got good music, good food, and good drinks. Eh? Okay, we'll be right back with the news and dirty laundry.
Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Ubers. Tune in. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we want to thank you for being with us again. Uh, yeah, we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Why do you do that so fast? Because like Twin Talk Cast is one word. Twin Talk Cast Radio. Yeah, but people don't, can't tell if it's talk. You go, Twin Talk Cast. Okay. You sound like an Asian man. You sound like a Korean wimp, like Kim Jong Un, who can't stand a movie made of him. <laughs> Careful, they're gonna hack us, eh? <laughs> anyway, tonight we have fantastic guests uh, with us tonight. The Boulier Bland, headed by Bruce Boulier of uh, Racer X and the Scream and Asia fame. He's got a powerhouse band put together, a bunch of uh, veteran artists. And uh, they're going to be here with us tonight. Yeah, we're going to play some of their tracks, and we're going to just chill out. Chill. Chill out with some rockers. Eh? Also, my Patriot Pass and spot, speak about chill. I should have brought it. Angels, eh? Angels Chill Lounge will be up. So stay tuned for that. We'll be, you know, it's going to be freaking the bomb. So stay tuned for that. Uh. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that, there's that guttural beat, that... That cues you, that beckons you, that urges you, and grabs you from the loins <laughs> and says it's time to listen to the news and dirty laundry this week. Our girl Jackie Casas is homesick, so we're going to be doing it for Brought you, yours truly. Brought to you by Los Twins, eh? So there we go. Using dirty laundry a, a la twin. <laughs> you know we got new twins in the family. Today they're actually a month old today, I think. Today oh, or yesterday. What are you talking about? I see had twins. I see I see her cousin. Oh, did she have twins? I yeah. had no idea she had twins. She had twins. I had I had no idea she was pregnant. Wow, I did know she was pregnant. Wow, congratulations, I see. That's funny. We know different things. See, like together, we're like What's her a number? Is eh? she at the, at the hospital right now? No, nah, it's been a month already. Has it been a month? It's been a month. What's her number, dude? It's, it's been a month. <laughs> What's her name? I see. Well, I don't know what the baby's names are. We should know by that by now, huh? Yeah. Huh. Oh, Kicking when they're up. Kicking when they're down. Anyway, so News and Dirt Laundry brought to you by the twins this week because Jackie's homesick, so we wish her much luck and love. Hope that you get better. Tell homeboy to make you some tea. And treat you nice. Hey, did you know? No. Have you have you heard of uh, Jody Arias? I have jo- heard of Jody Arias. The kill, killer, killer, kinky killer Jody Arias? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. So right now, they're doing the retrial of the sentencing phase. Oh, I didn't know that. Because, <laughs> you know, this was like a weird thing from the get-go. Jody Arias. She was, Jody Arias mm. was, for Rima, those, for Rima, those Rima. of you who don't know, she was... She was uh, convicted for killing her ex-boyfriend. And a bloody freaking, like, Travis. psycho-style uh, knifing. I think it was even in the shower. Check it out. They, yeah, he was. And there's Crazy. pictures of it. She got pictures of, of their sex. They had sex. They had makeup sex because they were broken up. Okay. And then uh, she killed him. Uh, and and it, it came out on the pictures. But the thing about it is that... He, 
we're on the retrial of, of the, the sentencing because over there they do they can do sentences. Where's over there? I think it's in Colorado. I I lost that page. I had it on <laughs> on this tablet, but I'm getting used to this. But they're doing the sen- let me tell you, we we could talk forever on this thing. The thing about it is, she was the the um the 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 defense is so on it with her because she has a very alluring way about her, and she, and he he She's- likes to. Talk about all the sexual because apparently there was a lot of uh, uh, sexual relations that they had together with. Of they're, course, they're a kinky couple. <laughs> they were a kinky couple, and, but she was a kinky chick. And uh, and and the the uh, the defense attorney likes to bring up that over and over and kind of really get into it. And I think is why we had a mistrial uh, because you know uh, uh, apparently the uh, judge on the previous trial, not a mistrial, but the. The, there's a retrial because the first of the sentencing phase, because the first trial of the sentencing phase was thrown out, okay, because of some kind of misconduct, and one of those being that the uh, Jody Arias, Arias, <laughs> it's not Arias. It's Let Judy, me tell I you, I think it's an A, isn't it? She, uh, she, uh, she was a, a mystery witness. Uh, there was a mystery witness on her trial on the previous sentencing trial okay. that wasn't brought to the public. And so now they're bringing it out right now, and they, and and we find out that it was her. She was her own mystery uh, witness. You're kidding! She brought up a surprise witness, and it was herself. It was herself. Now wait a minute. <laughs> uh, she, was she? She didn't defend herself, right? Did she do it herself? It was on the sentencing phase, and the thing about it is because people are threatening to kill her. Uh, but you gotta you gotta follow this, Jose, because you know what? She looks at you. Gotta you can find it on YouTube right. when they sentence her, and I think it's like seven. Uh, jurors or something like that right or i don't know how many jurors and she's because she's really like working them in her somehow like her i'm so i'm so uh i'm so a victim because uh i grew up with uh uh bipolar disorder Ugh. and then yeah. travis was abusive to me because he broke up with her and he was just you know he was playing you know and uh uh i tell you i would be an easy victim eh? i'm glad i'm married eh? Here, it's because she's begging against the death penalty case or phase because they're going to give her the, they want to give her the death penalty. So what do you think? Well, let me tell you. Here it is. Here she is playing for it. Here she is. It's a long thing, so we'll listen to an excerpt of it. I. And she's standing there with her glasses, I love looking. She's wearing her glasses, looking all pedantic. But while she was on trial, she was all hoochie mama going to clubs. Here she is. First phase of this trial was ongoing. My mom visited me just like she'd been doing every week since trial began. Hi, mommy. She told me that after leaving the courthouse, she I was idling at a stoplight, and she happened to look over at the car next to her. Is that the jury? No, that's the audience. They don't show the it's jury. It's a jury. Travis's siblings were in that car. They're all women, dude. My mom and I were silent for a few moments. But and you she know, she's, exactly she, what I was she doesn't look like a killer, eh? She said, I know they're going to help. She's a hottie. I'm telling you, I would be an easy victim. <laughs> Yet nothing drove that point home for me more than when I heard them speak last week. She's a cold-blooded killer. I never meant to cause them so much 16 pain. stabs to the back of the, me- of the, back of the neck. And she's when talking Steven- about... And a gunshot. And she's talking about the mom driving home from the sentencing and seeing the family of the victim at the red light. He said he read on Travis's 3x5 card that it said call Stephen, and that he never got that call. Travis used to write out his day on a flashcard. I don't know who that is there, but anyways, that was her talking. 
Dude, let me so fake. <laughs> I killed someone, and now I regret that I got busted for it. It's a compelling story, and there's so, it is. There's so much information on there, but it's I she. It was a cold blooded killing, but you know, I kind of feel bad for her, right? Because why? Why is it? If it was a man, you wouldn't. Why is it that women women get the sympathy vote on this? Because why? like she like she moved out of her house when she was seventeen with a young man. And then so, she was totally whipped over him. And then, yeah, it was stupid. stupid. And then he broke her heart. Here's and, a, then, and then after that, she started seeing another guy. And then he broke her heart. They, they were both cheating on him. So then she said, forget it. She reinvented herself and she dyed her hair blonde and she looked really hot. And she moved out to I don't know where. And she started dating this much, much older 40-something-year-old man who was divorced. But she wanted to marry him. And she didn't want to marry because she, he was already divorced. And then she met Travis. And Travis was uh, uh, involved in this, uh, 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 you know, uh, pyramid scheme type uh, lawyer for hire type thing. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Paid lawyer thing. So he was an up and coming. He was happening. So he was like an eligible bachelor. And she fell for him. And they had a great time together. But he was also a Mormon. And she was. She, oh, so that's why she killed him. She com- No, she converted to Mormonism for to be with him because she was like adamant to go marry him, right? And then, uh, but then she did. He, she wasn't well, okay. Get your point. She wasn't. What's your point? She wasn't Mormon enough for him. Eh? Okay, here's the deal. And then so she he broke up, but he would still have phone sex with her. He would still have rendezvous with her. So are you saying that you feel bad for her because for that? I mean, I don't. That know. was that was like you know you know no I don't I kind of feel bad for her. I'm not saying it's okay, but he was asking for it, eh? He was asking for it because no. Wait a minute. Think- wait a minute. The guy was slaughtered by this woman with a knife. Let me tell you something. Women get the sympathy vote all the time, and that's not cool. Just because she's a woman, you look. You're, you're naming all these situations. Oh, she did this when she was 17. She did that when she was. Look, a person's life is your your life is an outcome of all your decisions. And and I'm I'm not the kind of person who's going to give you excuse because you ended up in a bad situation because of some poor decisions you made in your life. Hey, but Charlie, dude, she was hot, eh? She <laughs> she was hot. That's all that matters. She Just don't have she, she could be jihad, eh? And I'll still go for her, man. <laughs> I mean, the thing about it is that Travis Jihad is not a person or a p- There's <laughs> no rule. What is it? The, there's no nothing worse than a woman's scorn? Yes. Okay. You're, they, you're absolutely right on for that. For Travis, don't they teach that in Mormonism? <laughs> it sounds like something out of the Bible, eh? I I mean, you keep her. It's you know this. It just takes cheaper to keep her to a whole new level. Uh, you know. Well, no. Look, I, I mean, do, I do think there's. I, a I would stand. be Jody Arias. Baby. Arias, Arias with an A. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm married because I would be an easy victim. Dude. Here, here's the deal. First of all, she's Latina, so she wouldn't have been my deal. Sorry, girls. <laughs> Anyways, um, here's the deal. When you think about it, when women, for instance, uh, female teachers have sex with with their students. They tend to get a pass when yeah, dude. when when there's women who supposedly molest kids. They tend to get a pass when there's women who kill men. They tend to. How about even women that have drowned their own children? They got the whole postpartum depression. Not Charlie. Don't throw that one on me. Yeah. All those excuses. They they get away with literally get away with murder. Why is that? <laughs> Jody got convicted though. Well, she did. But you know what? It's dragging on. <laughs> It's I did. totally dragging on. When you follow it on Twitter, eh? most of her followers are guys. Are dudes. And the ones for that hater that are back I got a story to tell you. women. Remember eh? Jodie Fisher? But the, she's a lot of fun to remember watch. Remember the Long Island Lolita? Jodie Fisher? Uh, yeah. I sent her a letter a long time ago. Did you send her a care package? No, I didn't. <laughs> I was trying to I'm get... I'm putting one together for I wanted to try to get in touch with her for, you know, 
for New Year's years ago, but no response. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No, dude, she's a nut, dude. Really? But yeah, I figured she went out. She disappeared. She's gone. No one knows. Jody would do it. Jody, yeah, Jody would totally do it. But see, she's if they let her. The thing about the Long Island Lolita is that she didn't try to kill Buddha Fuko, who who's the guy who was really a jerk. <laughs> she tried to kill his poor wife. <laughs> <laughs> Never put a Foucault did a, made a yeah. made a porn. I remember. No, I don't remember that. Uh, what a dork. <laughs> anyway, under another news, uh, t- uh, this Jody Arias, say eh? today say and a, today in a historic <laughs> move, uh, President Obama has uh, taken steps toward normalizing quote unquote normalizing relationships with um, Cuba. Uh, by doing a couple of things, what he did first of all is that he was able to. Um, well, I'd say um, they got the they they acquired the release of uh, American Larry Gross, I think was his name. What was he doing in Cuba? Eh? You uh, could you could get those cigars under the market over here. Uh, apparently, under the market, <laughs> you know what I mean. Eh? <laughs> Apparently, his name is Alan Gross. Apparently, he was just there uh, working as a subcontractor um, or something, and he went. His plane flew into Cleveland Air Space or whatever, and they got him, and they, they, he's been in jail. He's been in prison for five years. But listen to this. The president was able to get his release. They say, and this is what's interesting, the president's uh, press secretary says that his release was was negotiated over a humanitarian cause. But at the same time, what a coincidence, our president releases three of their spies to him. Now, I don't understand why they're trying to say that, oh, that, you know, they negotiated a humanitarian release of Alan Gross. In the meantime, we released three of their spies at the same time. I mean, look, I'm not going to get involved. This is a situation I don't have necessarily a, a uh, an opinion on. The only opinion is, don't lie to us. We're not stupid. It's clear. Even the press asked the press secretary, saying, I, the guy said, I'm going to paraphrase, but the reporter asked the press secretary, do you mean to tell me that you're trying to tell us that today you you released Alan Gross on a humanitarian uh, release? They released him a humanitarian cause, and the three spies that we released to them have nothing to do with it? And they totally skirted the issue. And what amazes me about the so government So what do you now, think, though? Why do you think they did it then? Well, here's the deal. Oh, you, you, that goes on to another, and I'll tell you. But first, before I want to finish my point, it goes <laughs> it goes to my point that the government <laughs> is so incredibly bold, and this administration is is worse than any. But it's <laughs> Let me finish. But, but that only means that it's going to get worse. This administration sets a precedent for the next administration. It doesn't matter what party. Because they can so boldly lie to the American people. Benghazi, it's about a video, you know, Fast and Furious. All these things that they could boldly lie about and nobody questions it. And the thing is, they know they can get away with it now. And the irony is, we live in the age of internet, the age of information, where it's so easy. But what happens is, the information is out there, but people don't want to hear it. They just want to know what's going on with the Kardashians. <laughs> the truth is out there. The truth is out there. And that's what really pisses me off. You know, it's the worst. Well, I don't know. We got some audio of the uh, release of, uh, of the Cubans. Of the Cubans. Okay. Do you want to play with us? Okay. Oh, no. Say hello to my little friend. Oh, so that's how they got the release. <laughs> that's how they negotiated the release. There you go. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? I, you know what it frightens me? Well, what happened to Castro? Is he, did he die? The, he reportedly is not dead, but his brother is. Uh, it's the brothers Castro running Cuba right now. 
Shit. The brothers Castro. Another thing too, you you asked why is this all going on? The president has no, a quote unquote normalized um, normalized relationships with Cuba, <laughs> and um, um, I really do believe that the president's agenda is a very very insidious one and very. Def- what, what do you want? To- I'm missing. No, I'm just going with. <laughs> the president is really trying to empower our enemies. Um, look what's going on in, in, uh, with I, in ISIS. Uh, he wants to normalize, and that's funny because that's a word. He wants to normalize everyone. He wants America. He hates ex- American exceptionalism. He wants America to be equal to everyone. He wants that's what that's a way to do it by 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 becoming uh, normalizing Cuba by uh, allowing ISIS for months, eighteen months. ISIS was taking over, uh, setting up a, a, a Islamic caliphate, and he did nothing. As a matter of fact, he was quoted as saying, "Oh no, they're just a bunch of hacks. They're like well, not hacks, but a bunch of retired lawyers and and preachers. They're no big deal. But they're the most organized terrorist group." Ever, and he allowed them to take over a whole I, part of his uh, of Islamic. I country. don't know about this normalization word, but he wants an equal socialist world. But what is wrong with that? I mean, if, t- if indeed it is, if it's gonna, if it's something like, like I hear, I hear people talking about, oh, like you are enemies. But why? Why do we have to touch talk in such okay. separatist uh, terms? Uh, you know, you know, and 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 really invite a dialogue where really, if you want to call it normalization, I don't know what you want to call it, but but something different than what we've been doing. Okay, you know, and Obama says, "Oh, this hasn't worked for so long." You know, this uh, what do they call it? I know I don't believe it. What he said, this embargo. Yeah, is that what they call it. Yeah. Oh, we haven't worked this for. You know, I kind of suspect because it's you know a, a, a capitalistic system going in there. If it is going to be a true socialistic system, I have no problem with it because I think so- socialist. Democratic democratic system is really more true to a democratic system than a capitalist. Well, let's hear from democracy. Let's hear right from the horse's mouth. Don't get offended, people. It's an old idiom, okay? Horse's mouth, jeez. <laughs> and the flow of information to and from Cuba. This is fundamentally I'm about. Sorry, I upcut it. Let me, read the, Let me go to the beginning. And the flow of information to and from Cuba. This is fundamentally about freedom. And openness, Bullcrap. and also expresses my belief in the power of people-to-people engagement. With the changes I'm announcing today, it will be easier for Americans to travel to Cuba, and Americans will be able to use American credit and debit cards on the island. Nobody represents America's values better than the American people, and nobody represents them least than our president of the United States. The irony is the president of the United States, uh, uh, this government has been oppressing us more and more with the infringement on our Fourth Amendment, uh, with on Internet and our cell phones. In the meantime, he's talking about freedom in a, in a socialist country, or com- indeed a communist country like Cuba. Um, I really have, This has nothing to do with that, man. I really honestly believe this guy has a very, very... I mean, a very scary agenda, man. If you don't want, believe me, watch this film. No, I believe you. This documentary uh, by um, I believe Dinesh you, but... D'Souza. Look it up. Okay. You believe me on that? You actually believe me? Does that I mean believe... you? Does that mean no? You agree? I believe on the man. The man having an agenda. Uh, I don't believe that it's it's limited to one particular party or. I don't, I'm not saying it's a party. I'm talking about his agenda. No, Charlie, the party's over here, eh? Because the band, <laughs> the band Bouillet just got here. Awesome. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, uh, as you guys know, we're going to have the band Bouillet on uh, later on in our second hour. Uh, right now, it's just me and Jose. And now they're chilling because it's really cold talking. in Gil Luis's garage. I'm dying here, dude. <laughs> but, you know, 
Okay, look. Um, there will be look what happened in China. China, for instance, has had the ironically has grown its economy has grown so fast in the last eight years, and that's because they're they're adopting more and more capitalistic ideology. That doesn't mean they're a capitalistic or even a free society. They still oppress their people. It's still a communist country, and that's what my problem is. That only enriches the powerful more, and Cuba is going to become more. The chasm between the haves and haves-nots will become wider. And if you really care about the Cuban people, you know, I, sure, I don't want them to be oppressed, but this this lifting of embargo and normalization, I'm sorry, I don't, I, I just don't trust it. Okay. I guess you're done. No, I wow, I, I love I it. Think that, Let's I, move no, on. on. <laughs> In other news, to, to coin a phrase, talk about normalization. Listen to this one: Bin Laden shooter, the guy who killed Osama bin Laden, Rob O'Neill, the the Navy SEAL guy. Or was uh-huh. he a ranger? He was a Navy SEAL, Team 6. I didn't see that movie. Robert O'Neill, <laughs> the former United States Navy SEAL who shot and killed Osama bin Laden, pulled a Rambo on people, dude. Okay, what happened? His home was mistakenly invaded by some they, thugs. They wanted to go in and collect some money from some marijuana guy. They went into the wrong house. Can I just tell you with a capital letter? They went into the wrong fucking house. Did they kick his ass? Listen to this. The street gang this this morning went in shortly after 1 a.m. O'Neill was uninjured. The five intruders all suffered injuries and remain hospitalized, but are expected to make a full recovery. Their names are not released. Butte Police Commissioner Bartholomew, dude, any any <laughs> a commissioner should be named Bartholomew. <laughs> Bartholomew Harrington told members of the press in a conference that the five men, part of a local street gang connected with the infamous Crips, were seeking to collect the drug debt and invaded the wrong capital, wrong house. Where? What? What city is this? Butte, Montana. I've been to Montana. They don't fuck around over there, dude. Before all this militia, I mean, before all these terrorists from abroad, the militia was badass here. Mr. Listen to this. Mr. O'Neill had just turned in for the night but was awoken by a loud crash when his back door was abruptly kicked in. As the five thugs ran aimlessly through the home, Mr. O'Neill used silent hand-to-hand combat <laughs> tactics to individually disarm them of their weapons. What he pulled he, a rabble on him, dude. Uh, what he, is that badass or what, dude? They drew first blood, eh? I could see that. That's a, that's a whole episode of like – that's, that's a whole episode of some show – Imagine this guy. I, the guy walks by the bathroom. He pulls out and, and breaks your fucking knuckles and kneecaps. This is, <laughs> but silently, quietly, <laughs> so the other guys have no idea that the, the other th- two, you know, guys are on the ground, uh, you know, in pain. Anyways, he individually disarmed them of their weapons. Once Mister O'Neill had taken down the five men and secured his home, what do you think he would do? I don't know. Of course. Have a beer? He brewed himself a pot of coffee and called the police. <laughs> Is that badass? <laughs> Let's give him a hand. Right on. You know what, you fucking Crips? You take that. <laughs> I'm so glad he did that. You know why? Because, man, this is an American hero, dude. He's a soldier. But more importantly, it doesn't matter if you're a soldier or you're just mom or dad. You should be able to defend yourself in your home. Fortunately, this guy didn't need weapons because he's a weapon himself. But believing in the Second Amendment, (laughs) a a lot of times these thugs and these people that invade your home, they come in armed. And and more and more people are taking – the government wants to take away our right to defend ourselves. Man, this guy's badass. He's a weapon. He should like – this is an episode of something, dude. I don't know, like MacGyver. I don't know. The, listen to the listen. Listen to what 
Listen with a good old Bartholomew said to this. He said, uh, those boys sure did find the wrong house, as he chuckled. Jose, you think Bar- Bartholomew had that uh, that accent? I, it just sounds like a Bartholomew accent. Uh, how does the, how does a Bartholomew sound? Well, it's Butte, Montana, so there's not really an accent. <laughs> I've been there. When I was in there, Montana covering there the... There are cowboys over there, right? Is that like mountains or is that like there, No, it's, it's everything. It's plains and mountains, the continental divide. I've been there. It's amazing. Uh, when I was up there covering the... When they got Ted Kaczynski... And then I drove across the state. And they, uh, for the first the I, Unabomber. Yeah. Well, first I was there because it was the militia. The, the, in Jordan, Montana, where the, the minute, uh, what is not the Minutemen, the, uh, the Freemen were having a standoff against the ATF in, this, in their okay. compound in the middle of bunfuck nowhere. Where were you, embedded or what? In Butte, Mont- no, in uh, Jordan, Montana. Everywhere I'd go, I'd introduce myself to Montanans. <laughs> is that how you say it, Montanans? I was, yeah, I was working for Montanans. CNN. And, and Montananite. <laughs> Montana News. Montana. Mont- uh, whatever. <laughs> I shake hands. I say, hey, nice to meet you. My name's Jose. And they're like, well, yeah, that, you're the first Juan I ever met. <laughs> they couldn't get Jose. It was Juan. <laughs> Everywhere I went. The first one. It was Juan. cool. I didn't mess around with no, it. No, they actually meant the first one. One. Oh, that's you're what the they were first saying. Juan. <laughs> I thought they were saying Juan. But no, I thought it was funny. I never argued with them. Like where, you know? <laughs> Juan. Where? But anyway. Because um, I always say where. To go back to Montana, it is in the state of big sky. You drive through the plains of Montana. I'm sure you guys have been. The sky is big. I don't know what it is. Are you profiling over here? Totally profiling. <laughs> it's because there's rock and roll. Whenever you drive other parts of the country, you listen to real rock and roll. It, it, L.A. music, New York music, the, the big cities. Uh, they got crap commercial. Anyway. Well, maybe, maybe some of the stations. But right here on Twin Talk, we got Bouye. Yeah. Shoo! <laughs> Okay, and they're going to be on here in uh, just a few minutes. We're going to play one of their tunes, and uh, we're going to inter- interview the guys uh, here. But anyway, no, anyway, let's go. I wanted to go back. No, I'm trying <laughs> Did to- you see anybody with a uh, with a crossbow? Is someone knocking on the door, dude? Yeah. I keep losing that door opener, dude. What do I do with it? I'll find it. Are um, you knocking? Oh, here it is. <laughs> so, um, Butte, Montana. Um, one time when I was... Um, uh, one time when I was pl- I was playing shoot- the last night I w- the last night I was there I was shooting pool and I met the these Montana Knights. <laughs> I was playing with uh, pool with some Montana Knights there and some youngsters and they were inviting me out to this uh, cave out in the middle of nowhere. Like, a cave, an actual cave. Yeah, there's a cave out there we could hang out and drink and stay. They all wanted night. to take you. Yeah, and that's where I said, yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I don't know who these guys were. They're gonna take you hunting. I was gonna be. You're there. gonna be the prey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You ever seen that movie with Ice T when he becomes prey? No. There's these guys. They, they take. Uh, they take his. Uh, they they take. Oh, there's there's also an, uh, a cheapy uh, volume on the. Cord. There's a volume on the cord there as well. Um, um, you were he, talking about Ice T. Ice T. These guys. These guys take Ice T and a couple of other former convicts, and they take him out to like the Everglades or some. Down South Delta, he needs another pair of headphones, and he, um, and they pray, they hunt them down, dude, hunt them down, man. We gotta, we gotta talk to Theo Luis in the garage. We'll get you a new set right now, and we'll go into our music breaks. Matter of fact, we should. But um, that he, they were hunting him down, and um, um, it's all about him trying to hey trying to get away from all the guys. What? Wait a second, I got another, I got another story. Go ahead. So there's an anonymous uh, whistleblower out there. Uh-huh. Who uh, he's whistleblowing the music industry in the early '90s? There was uh, 
him, and he didn't name himself, and he's he's a European. He moved over here from Europe to uh, because oh, because he's European. Cause I he's would a, have never guessed. <laughs> he, he moved <laughs> <laughs> uh, into the rap industry, right? Okay. And at the time, there was like this hush meeting at, uh, from big big shots in the industry because before it was different. I guess Buyeno knows better than I do, but we didn't have the kind of they had more power, if you will. I don't know. And supposedly in this article, this guy was called in there with other rappers and some of them that he didn't know that were in the industry to, to a new turn in the in the in the music industry. OK. And this and, and this was. But before they continued talking, they had to sign a uh, confidentiality non- thing. Non-disclosure. It no. was at, at one of the big shots house. And supposedly they said, OK, after they signed it, they, they said, OK, well, we're going to take music to another level. Uh, what you may know. Um, what we're doing now is uh, these, some of these executives uh, had become, um, uh, uh, had invested in uh, what uh, in in private prisons, which is now you've heard of, you've heard of that now the uh, the, the, the privatization prison. of prisons. Yes, it's okay. a big deal right now. But this was like in the early '90s, so it wasn't like known that much. There was no internet, nothing. So it was kind of baffling to this guy. And uh, and then they wanted to do is to kind of so take, what is he what is he blistering? They wanted the to take Give me the headline. They wanted to take music. In a way to where it was going to draw that kind of uh, reaction from their from the masses. If what you kind will, of reaction to bring people to the prisons? Now this is an anonymous. I read this thing, but it's not it's not one of those those uh, uh, sites where you just know, just give us the headline. What I don't get it. So they to fill the prisons, man. So they want to release music that will incite crime. And shortly after fill the that, prisons. you start having all the gangster rap. Blam. Blam, blam, blam. So it became really prevalent. And uh, remember, from night, from day night, it just boom like that. So what we you're saying awesome, is that the music we can, had some awesome rock and roll on, on 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 MTV. Then all of a sudden, blam, you had like a lot of like boom. Yeah, rock. That's what, I mean, it's good music, but the lyrics. So so, what, so, so what, the thing is this: is it, now I'm I'm, I'm going to do some more research. I know it sounds kind of far out, but it wasn't one of those sites that you can, those ones that okay, you know I don't that, care about the sites. I want to hear the headline. You do so that's research. the headline, dude. The guy, the, the music industry invested in private in, uh, uh, prisons, so they did, they got all these uh, the, uh, rap artists mm-hmm. and just catered them to make their to gangster promote, rap. To promote music, to promote that, music would that would incite crime. that kind of element. You know what? Talk about... I skip- don't know if that's true, eh, but it's pretty... It, you know. Okay, let's go on. Let's go to legit news. I got I to gotta research that one. That's a Mino conspiracy theory. One more story, and then we got to move on. Um, this is funny. This is really not funny, but it's it's really amazing story. You don't I, believe that one, huh? I don't believe it, but it sounds interesting enough to cover it, to, 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 to research well, it. Well, why does it sound so far out, eh? It doesn't sound far out when you think about it. The there. See, the, there's so much control out there, okay? Even to the point of things that you, you mean don't manipulation, see in it. right? Manipulation. Everything, I and mean, yes, you know, we get all, you know, we, we get all filled up on our television shows, on our sporting events, and I'm not hating on all that, but, uh, but, but I think that the powers that be, they know that uh, there's a certain amount of the masses that are easily swayed. You know what I'm saying? Easy that don't that don't think concisely, and and even with the the I mean that might go think about like the waves, the, the Bluetooth waves, the radio waves. They're all at a particular frequency. That's why. Oh a man, lot you're of going music, far out, dude. You're no, going far out it. now, and dude. And I'm not talking about Blue Let's Yay. talk about Blue Yay's pretty awesome. They they play some rock, rock with you know some real guitars and stuff. But a lot of the tunes that you hear, like they're starting to sound the same. Uh, country, uh, rap, 
and and pop are all the same with the auto tune, even the Spanish songs. Right. Auto tune is all at a particular frequency. It's made to supposedly be appealing to the ear yeah, and cell but mass. But aside from that, it all is the same. It's a particular and you're saying, the same frequency. And you're That's saying that a, that frequency is calms us down. It's, it it it, inter, it uh, interacts with our frequency because we're all vibrational beings. Everything is. It interacts with our vibrations in such a way that we don't see it and we don't notice. Who brought it. the yes guy in, dude? Down. Who brought the yes guy nah, in? Man, you told me it's not loud here, eh? That's why. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's true, man. Okay, okay. So let me. Just just for the listeners, because I, let me let me speak now. For the listeners' sake, I'm going to give them the condensed version of your uh, your rather uh, hard to follow rant that there has been a whistleblower outed by anonymous stating well, that, not don't anonymous, but anonymously. Uh, no, oh, I well, thought it was by anonymous. See, I had to figure that one out. Anonymously, well, anonymously like, outed, thing, outed stating that he has an inside. On the fact that uh, executives from the music industry, in pr- probably in the early '90s, invested millions and millions of dollars into private prisons because the privatization of, of prisons was going to start beginning, and we all know now there's a lot of private prisons. And in order to feed those prisons and make money, they invested in these rap singers or whatever that would incite more crime and thus more criminals in prison. I just said that, Jose. I just wanted to put it to yeah, because you said it in like. Like freaking War and I Peace, said, bro. I said you know how thick War and Peace is? It's like 1,200 pages, dude. So I spiced it up a little. No, eh? dude, dude. It was hard. No, to, Charlie, it, it was, was hard. It was sweet, eh? The, I have an advantage. We've, we were born together, and we lived together. We grew up together. I was able to decipher your 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 Navajo code or whatever it was that you had because it was very difficult to get that from you. My, well, the listeners got it, eh? And then, um, and then you went on a tangent for the listeners' sake to tell us that uh, uh, that – the masses are being manipulated, and I do agree. It's with, so true. Let me finish. Let me. Th- I do believe. I do believe that. I do. But it's being done through sound waves. Uh, In addition to, among other things, uh, through sound waves like via um, auto tune, and I do agree that all the all the music sounds the same now. It's all blending. It's homogenized, and um, and I agree with that. And that's how. That's one of the reasons. One of the ways that they're doing it. Thank you very much. And and uh, and uh, the. Uh, those, those sprays that they do. The chemtrails. Okay, yes, but they, let's move on. Let's, let's go. Done. We're going to go into all these conspiracy theories. No, I was going to say, I was going to put it together. It wasn't separately. I know you were. But you can That's go, my point. We can do a I buried the lead. I, I'm sorry I skipped the lead, but Sony Pictures <laughs> scraps the release of, the, of their comedy film uh, that was supposed to be released on December 25th. The interview, a film with Seth uh, Rogen. And um, James Franco, listen to this. Sony Pictures has made official what has been painfully obvious to everybody since yesterday morning when hackers threatened to blow up movie theaters in a 9-11 style attack. <laughs> the Sony Pictures has officially scrapped the release plans and have decided not to even release it on video or on Netflix for mass release. That is crazy. Um, as you know, I've been covering that story. For several weeks, and I was even at their previous, the previous, their premiere. Why was the premiere so down low, no red you, carpet? Well, let me tell you, and it kind of blows my theory because I know they got hacked. Uh, okay, for those of you who've been <laughs> like, who, like Shy got hacked. Eh? To remind one everyone, of our <laughs> for the to remind, did it, you guys listen to the top of the show? One of our listeners got hacked. We saw boobies on her page. I don't know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful hack that was. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so um, 
Uh, just to remind our listeners, uh, Sony has been um, uh, Sony's uh, internet and email has been hacked by uh, um, obviously by hackers, but now it was released by the feds that it was by the North Korean government because they filmed the interview as a comedy, which not only makes fun of Kim Jong Il there, Kim Jong Un. Their fearless leader, <laughs> Ill, but, Ill is his brother, but also portrays an assassination, uh, a, a plans for an assassination on him, and therefore they say that the Korean uh, government-backed hackers have hacked into their emails, uh, uh, released emails and the information on their uh, how much money or millions of dollars these people make, and now I'm letting people know, and now this happens where they've put a th- made a threat. And you asked me why the release was so down low. Yeah, why was it on the down? My theory at first, and now it's kind of turned upside down because this has gotten serious. I saw the pictures of Franco with two bodyguards. No, that was Zach Efron who was there to a friend of us. Oh, well, you, had, you, tore, you took a poor picture, man. I didn't take the picture. I shot the video. Someone took the picture, dude. Anyway. <laughs> it was you, man. That, you asked the question. Let me finish because we're running out of time. Go for it, man. The, my theory up to that point was that the whole hacking thing scandal was a big publicity event because, and I'll tell you why, big, big publicity. People say, well, how could that be? I mean, there, there's emails saying that they, 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 there's racist remarks to the president and then that doesn't matter. It's Hollywood. They make all kinds of shit up. I'm telling you. And, I, and, and, and my, my point, they're, they're controlling everybody. Let me finish. And not only that, the president is friend with all these people. So they could have told the president, we're going to do this. It's no offense. It's just a big publicity stunt. Here is the clincher. Here is how, how does it work? How does this publicity stunt work? Well, just like any other release in the holidays, most Hollywood or most movie releases, because in Hollywood, there's movie releases practically every other week, right? The only way they're going to, well, <laughs> most releases are covered on an entertainment show, extra entertainment, and some of the uh, entertainment uh, segments a newscast. Twin talk with Jose but and Angel. when there's a big Sony hacking scandal, it's covered on nightly news, on 2020, and all the big networks and all the news newscasts on 5, 6, and 11 o'clock news. We were all covering them. So, 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 so they got more publicity right? because of that. I got you. Okay, and then the and then the premiere happened, real low pro, dude. You've been to premieres; it's a big deal. Red carpets, I media's do. there hours ahead of time. The streets are closed <laughs> for for a day before. Remember when we interviewed Kiss? Yeah, and so <laughs> so you were like all over the. Let me stay on. Let me. Stay I was on showing the, him my tattoo. I got a Kiss tattoo. I'm like, hey, Gene, my, check it out, eh? <laughs> my brother shot his load, but the, anyway, the whole me, movie. I'm not kidding you. And he was like, just looking at me. Go ahead. I, I'm trying to be interrupting me. <laughs> no, because no. Well, check it out. No, let me. Yeah, you you on that, but you know what's funny is that they're saying that Sony might just release it on like on a pay per view type thing. They they reported that uh, from my reporting. But how stupid is that? Eh? They're not putting it in the theaters because they got hacked. But we'll put it in your computer. Hopefully, you don't get hacked either. Eh? <laughs> Maybe you got a better antivirus at home than I do. Eh? That's pretty funny. Think bro. about it. They're going to have your IP downloaded at you know. Yeah, you know what? You know you got you know North Korea but that's knocking at your saying. door. Up up until up until this <laughs> happened, I really thought it was a publicity event, a publicity uh, uh, you know campaign. Now it's really turned upside down, and that brings to me a big concern. Uh, and we need to we need to move on. Let me finish, dude. I'm not. It brings up a concern because now we've got we've got a major case of the epitome of cyberbullying. Okay, where now a bully. not only did we buckle, not only did America buckle to it, it sets a precedent 
for any other Joe Schmo hackers. America could, did, in Jose. Amer- Sony did. It's eh? still America, dude. It's still, it's it's Sony, still man. America. American free speech, the freedom of expression, the right to put out whatever you want. And you know why, Angel? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Two years I'll back ag- you up, Sony. Two years ago. You want to know why? <laughs> two years ago. Uh, this is a stretch. You're I my homie. You're part of America, Holmes. But who said that person? <laughs> You're a my- Yeah. Did you really? Uh, uh, live to win? Yeah. It was live to win about about four or five years ago. Yeah. What's, that's a great album. I like that album. He was like one of the coolest people in the world to work with. It, yeah. And then Paul Stanley. He, he worked with Paul Stanley on Live to Win. And that That's was a great, great tour he did that time too. Yeah. We saw Closing him at the door, uh, dude. This is a. In four years, we went out when we were talking about Monsanto, and not about the about the Korean government. Sorry about dude, that, guys. This is crazy. Now we got some fire for the conspiracy. Theories. Totally. Dude. <laughs> really? <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> I know it's like this swag in here. My. My brother actually actually did a uh, a TV piece of Paul Stanley, did a profile on him, an interview. Um, he directed and shot it. It was pretty cool. That was my time when I got to meet him. Those are those days. He did those in high school. Something. Okay. Wow, dude. I got test, test, test. Test, test. Okay, so we may have gone off the air. We may have not. I don't know if we uh, if we did because the laptop stayed on, but I don't know 
what else happened, but we had to get back on the air. If uh, you are listening to us, I'm sorry we had to deal with some power outages. Should we continue talking about these fucking Koreans? No, let's stop talking. <laughs> fucking North Koreans. I'm going to talk about them now. They put us off the fucking air for a second. Angel, run a test on your audio there. Um, like, what do you mean test on my audio? I'm listening to you. You're listening to me. No, dude. I want to hear it on the, on the air. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, Go for it. Anyways, so we were talking about the North Koreans. What uh, 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 hacking Sony and yeah, we're on the there. Air. It is a little delay, but we're on the air. Okay, so okay, okay, so let's just go on, dude. But but I wanted to, I did want to finish by saying this: that um, our president, I know I'm bringing it up, and two thousand <laughs> uh, two years ago when the Benghazi thing happened on 2012, he the president and his people went around apologizing for uh, uh, an obscure video that was released that had nothing to do with it. Let me finish. Let me finish. Talk about precedent setting. Okay? Ugh. An obscure video that had nothing to do with the death of the, what happened. It was a legitimate terrorist attack. He, they were not apologizing. And remember, I'm livid about this still. You want to know why? Because the bastion of our free society is our First Amendment. And the one thing that the president should defend is our First Amendment. And what did he do? He went out and apologized to our enemies for uh, an obscure film that nobody <laughs> saw just to cover his ass. And that is wrong. Let me tell and the you, man is still languishing in jail for uh, it, dude. I'm, the guy up, was from Cerritos. The thing I, is, had it up let to me finish. With your that means that the president or any powerful man could could pluck you from obscurity to cover his ass and put you in prison, dude. They, That's scary ass shit. Yeah, and they uh, could pull your power out of your garage. I'll tell you what happened in Benghazi. I'm gonna enlighten you in Benghazi, Jose. What happened in Benghazi is you're that, gonna enlighten me. I'm gonna enlighten you. Oh. The CIA was selling. Uh, Oh, my God, I know They that. were selling arms I, to I, the people uh, there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then they tried to get it back. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then they got attacked. Did you know that? I know exactly. No, we neither were of us were attacked with the... No. That, no, no. Let's, not, let's stop talking about I'm it. I'm reading the book. I'm tired of that. I'm reading it, the book. You bring it up... You know every, you're tired about... Every time you get mad at, at, at uh, Obama, you bring up Benghazi. Okay, but, but I'll tell you why. You, you want to know why Benghazi... You already told me why. No, but... About let, 20 let, times. But let me emphasize, for the listener's sake, why it's Trust so important. Me, you didn't why it's so important... Because people think, oh, just a couple people died or whatever. And you know what? Set that aside. Of course we care that four people died, including the Ambassador Peters. Uh, the, the, the thing that people that keeps going over people's heads is that immediately after Susan Rice, Hillary Clinton, and all of, the, of his heads, including the president, were pushing the narrative that it had to do with the video. And indeed, they apologized for it. And you don't apologize for freedom of expression. That's our first... He is, that's a dereliction uh, of, Angel, it's a dereliction of ju- duty. When our president is, is charged with defending first our First Amendment, he goes to our enemies. Forget everything else. Forget that he was a, he's a Democrat. Forget what party. But when our president is apologizing for freedom of expression, and that's why I'm talking about the Sony thing. Now Sony is pulling out. What's going to happen next, dude? But Suck ho- it up. But Sony isn't the U.S., eh? It Sony is. Sony made a decision there. No, there's nothing more American than American movies. <laughs> it is America, Angel. It's Amer- What if, so- Angel, they could do it to us. They could do it to us. We're we're exercising a very it. American right to, to, to make fun of everyone or criticize if we so want So what you're to. saying is stand up to the bully? Stand up to the bully. Stand up for your freedom of expression. And the one person that should be defending it 
to the rest of the world. Sony. Apologize for it. <laughs> Sony. It's a big Stand deal. up to it, Sony. That's why I'm not going to buy your products no that's more. That's why I'm still talking about it. We're so going off tangent. We're still going off. That's why I'm talking about it because it's bigger than the four people that passed away. God uh, rest in peace. It's bigger than that. It's a, a precedent. It sets a, a bad freaking precedent for those. They don't realize it. They just want to watch. They just want to watch the, the Kardashians in the Super Bowl. We got to move on, dude. We got to go move on. Uh, who's going to be out with us later? Go ahead. Later, Bouye. We'll be right back with Bouye. Okay, nice tease. We'll be back with my Patriot Pass and Bouye. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And now we've gotten to the part of the show that I like to call the Patriot Pass. It's a segment in the show that started about two years ago when I would make my posts and my rants in regards to my uh, political ideology and my brother and I would fight. And I decided, damn it, 
He has his right to express himself at the end of the show, which is the chill lounge. Stay tuned. But I also realized that not only are our First Amendment rights being infringed upon by uh, the government through stricter laws and regulations, but just by the, um, the social norms and political correctness, now people are being ostracized for their expressions uh, that are not popular. And let me just say this, remind you all, the First Amendment was not written to protect popular speech. It was written for the unpopular. And in, in the name of tolerance, people are ostracized and being shut down. And so that brought me to another issue that we talked about during the uh, uh, News and Dirty Laundry segment. I, bring, I keep bringing up Benghazi. I'm bringing it up often because that is one of the most scariest events in our history, in my opinion. Aside from 9-11 and many other historical um, catastrophes, Benghazi, as you recall, what happened during the presidential campaign where President Obama was not doing so well in the campaign. And he was running for a second term. Uh, there was a terrorist attack on the on the uh, Benghazi um, uh, embassy, American embassy. Four Americans were killed, and uh, controversy ensued beyond. Um, I have said it from the very beginning that it was wrong for our president to go out there and his people to go out there and ex- and um, push a narrative that it had something to do with a uh, misguided. Um, very obscure film on YouTube that made fun of Allah or whatever. There are there are worse things on YouTube. I mean, just look up Jews and Nazi and you'll see even worse stuff. My point is, the President of the United States, the man that's been elected by us, the people, to protect us and to protect the Constitution, which is I mean, the bastion, the pillar, the rock of the Constitution is our freedom of expression. Our President went out there and apologized to our enemies for that film. In essence, he apologized. He said, I'm sorry that we have the First Amendment. Think about that. That's what pisses me off about Benghazi. And the fact that people that's, that it, that people don't see that, that's why I keep bringing it up. And that's my Patriot Pass. Thanks for listening. That was my brother exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, and his patriot pass. Hey, man, so what does a blender have to do with this ostracized blender? blender? Isn't that a blender? Oster- <laughs> Whatever. Okay, now we're going to go to music break. Up now is a track by Boulier, our guest, Deafening. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're doing out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. We just got to look for our radio station. It's called Twin Talk Cast Radio. That's two words. Twin Talk Cast Radio. want to remind everyone that we're going to be going back to Tuesday nights starting uh, the week after Christmas on the 30th. We're going back to Tuesdays because Tuesday's Tuesday. Now that the voice finale is over, I'm back on board. So no more Wednesday nights. We're back to Tuesday. Good. I like, <clears throat> I like it better on Tuesdays, eh? Me too. Two for Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. Tuesday's better. Tuesdays because Tuesdays is Tuesday. Anyway. I wonder what day we were actually born. Let's find out. We could find that it out. It could be on Tuesday. Why? That would be awesome if we found out it was on Tuesday. Let me let me Google that. But Twin Talk with Jose and Angel was actually born on a Tuesday four years ago on uh, 2010, October 19th. I remember, remember that. that eh? It was uh, four days after our birthday. Yeah? Anyway, so we we want to remind everyone that we that since my brother brings up the fact that our show was started uh, four years ago, we have hundreds of shows on our pod on our website that are available for podcasts on demand. Go to twintalkcast.com dot com and click previous podcasts uh, for that. Uh, last time we had uh, thick as thieves. Uh, they're like a pop, hip hop, uh, Appalachian sound. They were so dope. They sang a couple of uh, acoustic songs in here. Uh, we shared uh, a few of their tracks from their album, Love Me Blind. And you can hear, let me tell you, Jose, you do an awesome job uh, engineering the sound here. You can't say that I mean, in front we, of this band. When I'm, you I'm consider, <laughs> no, when you consider the type of equipment we have here. Yeah, Dale Lewis's garage, you know. We have we have two cans with with uh, with string in the middle. <laughs> Anyhow, they're called Thickest Thieves, and the uh, the podcast is called Rhyming and Thieving, and we have a whole bunch of them. Go and just push play, put us in your You know, they were one of my favorite performances here. They were really good. They were, dude. Really good. Uh, October 15, 1967, the day that Angel and I were born was a Sunday. Ah, the date it says here on Google it says October fifteenth, nineteen sixty-seven is the two hundred eighty-eighth day of the year of nineteen sixty-seven in the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> Whatever that means, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Greg is. My mom <laughs> named us Jose and Angel. That's all I got to say. I don't know. Is that the milkman? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what you just heard during our music break was a track by our next guest. The name of the track was Deafening. The name of the guest is Bouye, and we are honored to have him here with us today. So let's say hello to the guys. Hey, guys, welcome. What's up? What's going on? Are the mics on, Jose? Hold on. Hey, hey. Hey, Yep. Check. I'm running. Okay, so we got got Bruce, Greg, uh, Bruce Bouye, Greg Mara, uh, Matt Beal, and Mike Hansen. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, hey. What's up? Oh, first of all, first of all, thanks for enduring walking through uh, 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 across over the wheel, the, um, the lawnmower and everything, the leaf blower, <laughs> and the, the sorry, and the it's hacked. We got hacked. I was making fun again. Sorry, we were freezing our asses in here because we the power went off. For those listeners, I don't, we don't know. We I haven't even checked to see if we were off the air, but we're on the air now. Uh, we also got kind of locked in the garage because we had to manually open the door. <laughs> and one of the guys in the band fixed the door. Thanks a lot. Yeah. But thanks for going all the way over here, making it to Theo Lisa's garage and making it here to, to the show. Would you guys introduce yourself so people can associate your voice to a name? Oh, yeah. My name is Bruce Bouillet. This is Greg Mara. Matt Beal. Mike Hansen. Awesome. I'm, I'm Angel Hernandez. And I'm Jose. Thank you for listening. First of all, thank- and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> you want a coffee and a cigarette? 
<laughs> Thank you for sharing, eh? <laughs> yeah, Ben, they're done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on Twitter with Jose Angels. Awesome, awesome tracks, by the way. Um, Deafening, uh, you guys are progressive uh, instrumental rock band. Mm. Um, this was a pretty, uh, for as far as um, commercial is concerned, it's a pretty long track. Is that what we you expect to hear when you go get uh, some of your music? Yeah, it, gets, it can get longer than that, even. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, there there is no limits when it comes to the uh, the instrumental game. Nice, awesome. Yeah, it, tell us about that. I mean, um, uh, is it like that? I mean, your jam bands tend to do that, mm. you know. But they they got the chorus and the lyrics, and then they'll jam for another seven eight minutes. And then, right, they freeform and just yeah. go off in space for a yeah. while. Yeah, and, um, then, and then they forget what song they were singing. And they they medley until they remember. They come back to the right song or something. Pretty pretty much going into this, I, I you know, I almost go into it without thinking that, that or with thinking that it's never going to see radio to begin with. So it's it's more for just people that are into this style, right? Um, you know, I, I've been fortunate to go on a few tours, like probably the great, holy grail tours of instrumental music was the G3 tour with Joe Satriani and, awesome. and all that. So, yes. um, and, and obviously he's had radio success and he has a formatted, you know, three minute song sometimes, whereas is... I don't know what happened to me, but I, I ended up like, wow, seven minutes is a pretty good jumping off point, you know? So <laughs> no fear, I guess. Well, you know what? When, when you've had a career like you have, um, I guess you kind of have the liberty, one would say, to say, you know what? I, I got to do what I love. Is this what you're doing? Is this something that, you, that you're obviously doing what you love? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, this is it. Um, talk, let's talk about your career. You know, in the background, uh, uh, in the past, we're talking about Racer X. You know, um, Willie Bass has a show on our web. On mm. our show on our web. By the way, stay tuned at nine oh five tonight. Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. Yeah, <laughs> Willie Bass. And I dig it, we, that show. We've talked about uh, Racer X on your show. We've mm -hmm. talked about uh, many bands. Tell us about that. Tell us about how your evolution. Well, I, I actually um, was was. Grew up in Indiana, born in Memphis, grew up in Indiana, cool. and uh, moved out as a teenager to Hollywood. I convinced my mom and dad that this was the proper thing to do, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and they went along with it, so this was good. Right and immediately, I, I, I landed in LA, LA and, and met a guy named Paul Gilbert, who's a fairly notable yes. guitar player in yes. the field out there, and, and um, he asked me to join his band that he had formed, Racer X, and it just happened to have like the best players, who, um, Scott Travis on drums, who ended up going to Judas Priest and well, yeah. playing with them for the last 20 years, wow. and um, Juan Alderetti, who was in uh, Mars Volta and wow. and uh, Deltron 3030, so he's, you know, and then uh, Jeff Martin, who played with Badlands, wow. and also sang with us, played drums in Badlands, and... Um, just a couple of guys. Yeah, just a few a few to name, yeah. <laughs> they were, and, they uh, just happened to be in the garage at the time. <laughs> and, and it really just... It, it was an indie album deal, and it, it was one of those indie album deals that we got big in L.A. quick. Right. All of a sudden, we were – I don't know if you guys remember, like, the Country Club. Yes. And some of the old clubs right. out there. Um, we were selling out these clubs overnight, literally. And, the and corporation, it, was it? In the Valley, the corporation? Or corporation. I, my, I don't know if I remember that. I don't know. I was The Country Club was the big one yes. for me, and it was uh, – uh, FM Station FM was – yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Wow, that's awesome! And, and I remember calling my family from the payphone, a payphone. What can you imagine? <laughs> and, uh, at the country club backstage and going like, the place is wall to wall, like a thousand people. Wow! And then I would call my friends of like, you guys got to move out here, man. It's way too easy. You know, little <laughs> did I know. You know, little did I know. I got very lucky. You know, so, but. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, but but if you, you know, if you come out of L.A. or the Valley in this area, you, names like you know the Scream and Racer X, you know, you hear about them, and it's not like it's they're obscure, and they're all it's an evolution. It's it's a roots of of what you guys are doing. What and what what makes you want to get into 
like in this uh, with Bouye, the Bambouye and the instrumental metal? Um, well, it, it, it lets me do my guitar thing for one and, and kind of write without, um, I, I don't want to say anything, you know, negative about singers, but, um, <laughs> but, but, and I love them all. They're all great. But I think it was, uh, uh, Eddie Van Halen that said about, uh, David Lee Roth had LSD. Uh, lead singer disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and, and and but but really, it just it gives me a break. It gives me total control of what I. If I'm painting a picture, uh-huh. but generally, when someone paints a picture. If you're in a band, everybody's adding colors to the picture. This this allows me to paint what I want. I really see myself, and. Uh, and that being said, I do have a vocal band that's coming up uh-huh. in the new year, so okay. um, that's going to be good. But but uh, so that one's going to be Bouyer point two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but how important is it though? You obviously got to have a band, a group of guys that you get along with. There's a chemistry. How did you pick your guys? How did you guys get together? Um, really, I kind of found them. Um, um, you know, I, I, I we'll I, work, we'll work for food, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I teach a lot. To be honest, that's my my main gig awesome. on the side, and and um, and I've ran into a, a, a huge amount of really amazing players through just you know my teaching and 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 whatnot, and. Um, that's how I met um, Greg and Matt. Both um, Matt Matt plays bass, but he's also a tremendous uh, guitar player. Also, and awesome. Greg's a tremendous guitar player. And um, and then I met Mike um, actually so through Willie Bass. Yes, and and uh, thanks Willie. Yeah, thank you Willie. <laughs> awesome. And uh, we were doing actually a uh, uh, what was it a benefit. A, a, for a cancer foundation and for was, breast cancer, and it was a kiss benefit. Right, it was a, which we and did a kiss, kiss song together, and it was like wow, the tears are oh, falling. Did you do the tears, tears are falling. Yeah. One? Yeah. Yes. Exactly, I heard That's that. Us. And uh, nice, and it was like wow, Mike sounds great. So you know, it was an obvious, it was a no brainer. Yeah, you know. So um, uh, you you played guitar in that. Hey, I, I here it is. By the way, let's hear a little bit of it so you can hear. It. It's actually a pretty. It's one of a really good cover of the song. It's just tears are falling from uh, World with Heroes, a cancer benefit album. Yes. And Willie Bass is on the lead. We'll just play a little bit of it. Let's hear it. That's Willie Bass right there, dude. I know, man. I, I, He's killing this one. You got to change that picture behind you. To Willie Bass. Willie yeah. Bass. <laughs> yeah, with bright red lips <laughs> and a white star. Ah, uh, that's funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. I love that. Hey, I'm I'm reading your bio here, Bouyer. Uh, Greg, it's yes. It says you you serve as musical director. Now, school me. I, I'm in, for the band. What is it? Musical? Do you stand there with like a a beret or something? I do. Yes, I have a whip. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever, in a conductor's wand. And, and, and. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, how was it? Was did you meet? Uh, um, did you meet Greg first, and it kind of went from there, or how did it happen? Well, well, Greg and I started working together, and 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 I asked him like, "Hey, do you want to you know join up in this?" And 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 um, he said yes, and and we we worked out the songs myself, him, me, and and, and Greg, and then um, while I was doing some other things, Greg was actually rehearsing the rest of the guys. And okay. then I would show up, and then I, I would see. be able to to come on top of it all. And then Matt, you you played with Tommy Chong Holmes. I was his guitar teacher. Oh, dude! No. Oh, dude! I'm supporting. <laughs> we, we played a giant pot festival, and it was like going to church with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Tommy Chong fan. You know, he has a podcast you, with you, his son. Are, are you surprised about that? No. <laughs> 
He has a podcast with his son. You know that, right? It's called Chong and Chong. Yeah. Um, do you play that intro on there? He didn't get no. No, he he actually asked me a long time ago to be on there, and then I just never. Yeah. Never did. I'm kind of kind of burnt. Yeah. You look like you're both on the same wavelength. You smoke a lot too. <laughs> Burnt is a big word. That's a big, you know, when we played that giant festival, he had been sober for about three months. Oh. He wasn't smoking weed, and people were just giving him stuff. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. You're sober, and he goes to plays a pot festival. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. weird. I wonder how that worked out for Hypocrite. him. Hypocrite. <laughs> well, no, just kidding. Hey, it's all about the green, the other green. <laughs> he's he's a strong person, though. You know yeah. What I mean. He's Chong. He doesn't really have to prove anything to anybody. Right, right. Yeah. I'm waiting for that reunion. Aren't they doing a reunion? They did already. They did already. They did? See, I'm so far behind on that one. You're the Chong hey, fan. Me, uh, uh, the drums on this song we just played, Deafening, I think there's like a little section where you and, and the bass player are like getting down on that. Oh, dude. I was I was listening to this song like over and over all week long. I was doing some Christmas shopping, I'll tell you. It's a perfect song for Christmas. The whole, the, <laughs> all the songs are happening, like, isn't it? I was listening, but dude, but bring it down. You got it? You want to hear this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know where the part I'll is. Forget it. You got it? I got it, yeah. We, got it it. we just played it. <laughs> there it is right there. Let's hear another track, dude. So, like yeah. Fighting your way through the Black Friday crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, it is good. Hey, so you guys gonna be touring on, touring on this? Yeah, absolutely. We're we're just getting some shows lined up. We're playing the Whiskey January nineteenth. Uh, it's a Monday night at ten thirty. Awesome. Uh, cheap tickets, ten dollars at the door, awesome. and um, I think they're on Ticket Web now. Mm-hmm. We're doing uh, a show with John Five. Um, I don't know if you know him. Yes. Um, oh yeah, cool. Great, great guitar player, uh, John Five and the Creatures. We're uh, playing with him and Ramona main stage down in Ramona. Awesome. Which You're is still doing the contacts thing, and I think so. Yeah, that's so creepy. Yeah, dude. It's, it's well, he's with the Creatures, so you oh, know, it's, cool. it's it's. I'm thinking that it's going to be the right. whole production. So. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. and uh, uh, you know, we, we're playing um, Love Hate. Uh, bar in uh, uh, City of Industry, I believe it is. Um, Love Hate Bar? Mm-hmm. Love Hate Bar. And that's yes. going to be on a Saturday. Uh, the, what would that be? The 17th. Well, you know what? Let's let's hear another that's track. By me. That's by me. I'm going I'm to put on another track. This one's mm-hmm. Deafening by Bouyer. Check it out. No, not Deafening. We just heard that one. Defiant. <laughs> Here it starts we go. with a D. Don't worry.
Yeah, that's Defiance by Bouye. Bouye. I've got to say it right. Bouye. You got to say it like like when you're in a crowd, you either say boo or yay. Yeah. Boo yay. Boo yay. I got that one straight from Bruce. Yeah. He's gooled me on that one. That's Defiant. That's awesome tracks. There's another track I wanted to play, but we're running out of time. And we got to make time for the Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. At nine oh five tonight here in Theo Lisa's garage, but what do you want our listeners to know? What do you you know? Uh, let when them... we go to your show, man, what do we expect, man? Are we banging I mean, their heads, bloody? Oh, it's going to be a kick-ass you event probably for will. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah you probably uh, will. With this lineup here, it's right. it's uh, we're taking no prisoners for right. sure. So it's going to be a good one. Wow, dude. Um, so I, I was telling Bruce, I, you've never been to Ramona, bro, but there's this little town in the middle of nowhere, and like. San Diego County, North right. San Diego, mid San Diego County. Dude, let's go, man. Ace, I'm talking to you. To Ramona? Yeah. I John heard- Five. You know John Five, the guy with the black eyes? Like he's got these contacts he puts on, or maybe they're real, I don't know. Okay, I do. He played with uh he played with uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, but he played um Rob Zombie. Zombie, and then he played for a while with he was Guns David Lee Ross too for a while. And Guns and Roses. Yeah. And can, I want to know where you guys are. You're uh, Bruce. You're from Indiana, right? Where are you from? I'm from Pennsylvania originally. Pennsylvania. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why he's so big. Everybody from yeah. Pennsylvania yeah, ever met is corn fed. <laughs> big. That's what it is. Have you noticed? <laughs> just watch Steel Man. Watch cops. Okay. If if they had cops in L.A. The only reason they look big is because of their bulletproof vest. The guys from Pennsylvania, they're big because they eat meat and potatoes. These cops, I laugh about it, no, no offense, but these guys are huffing and puffing after these these uh, these criminals. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're in the brat roast. Hey, well, Greg's going to be huffing and puffing on the guitar. Uh, and where are you from, uh, um, Matt? I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut. Wow, a Connecticut guy rocking it. And uh, awesome. Mike? I'm from Chicago. Oh. Uh, Midwest right. represented, PA. Just because you've been to all those places, I, have, I haven't been to Connecticut though. No, no, you're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> it's close to New York. That's How's the rock scene there? Uh, it's got some good bands and some good clubs. I haven't been there for about 15 years, but Toad's, oh, really? Toad's Place is legendary. Great, oh, great club. Toad's Place. Yeah. You know when you listen to Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass and he has guests on, they're talking about all these clubs, and I think it's great because they talk about all these artists and and, and engineers and. And they talk about these. They, they they've got great story. He's got great stories on clubs, yeah. like like where to sit to get the best sound, or or or, <laughs> or the corner where people. Take or what a, about when stay him, away from that booth because people take a piss in that booth all the time. <laughs> when he went when he went to pick up Slash at his apartment and he had to help him find his snake. Slash, yes, yeah. Slash's snake had gotten lost in the apartment. Yeah, and Willie's like, "What? Your snake's lost?" I'm <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, enough of that. These are the guys from Bouye, Bruce, Mike, uh, Greg, and Matt Beal. Thanks, guys, for being and, here. Yeah, Thank man. You. Thank you, you all so much. Where can they find your music? Where are they going to find? Let them know, our listeners. Um, you can go to my website, uh, com. Uh, I got a fan book page on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, you know, basically, I don't. Not too many people have my last name, so you can punch in B O U I L L E T, and you're going to find me all over right. the place. Yeah, we'll put a link on, it on our s- Facebook. I was going to say that spell it, eh? Because you know, I I wouldn't be able to spell it. And they're playing uh, January 19th at the Whiskey, February 8th at Ramona Main Stage, somewhere near San Diego. It's awesome. It's a cool little town in the middle of nowhere. The Love Hate Bar in City of Industry on February 17th. That's a new place. No, no, no that would be a January 17th. Oh, January 17th. Yeah. My bad. I think that's a new place. Opened up like a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great place. Yeah, yeah great bar. It. Cool. 
Right on, man. Rock lives. Okay, we'll be right back with Angels Chill Lounge. Thanks a lot. Guys. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. Thank All you. Right, so we'll be right guys. In a space of nothing. Sometimes we bring too much to a situation. Preconceived notions, assumptions, or prejudices like, He broke my heart. All men are cheaters. I'm not good enough for this because... Or we simply hang on to a hurt and let it arise at the sight of anything resembling the original cause of the hurt. Even the posture of trying to convince ourselves with positive thinking techniques can give credence to the opposite. These notions fill our canvas of life before we can even paint it. 
So, in essence, they live our life for us. Consider this. Thrive in a space of nothing. Bring nothing to a situation, but an open, clear canvas to paint. Decide what or how you want to live your life and paint it. Be it and love it. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Out. Shoo! And that brings us to the end of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel for this week. Right on. And uh, next week we'll be back on Tuesdays because Tuesdays is Twins Day. And uh, thank you for being here and, uh, and listening to our show every week uh, because we love you guys. Eh? We want to thank our guests, the band, the rock, the prog rock power prog. band. Prog rock? Yeah, prog, prog I never rock. heard yeah. that way. Yeah, I yeah. dig it. Work. The prog rock power band, Bouye. Bouye in the house. Do you want to say goodbye? Or yeah, goodbye? thank you guys for having us on and thanks for all the listeners. You're awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Remember, hey. oh, go ahead, Angel. Thank ahead. you. I give a shout out to Cool Clyde. Right on, yes. Cool Give's Clyde. By the way, there was a shout out on their post. That's an awesome picture of you guys on our Facebook. Al Bain says, Mike, Hans- Mike Hansen in the house. Yo, baby. Hey, Al Bain. Al Bain for leather. Al Bain for yeah. leather. <laughs> hey, so make sure you guys check out Bouye. Uh, they're going to be playing at the Whiskey January 19th. Also, go to their website, Bouye, and find out other dates. I'll throw them out there February 8th. In Ramona Main Stage in San Diego, and uh, January seventeenth uh, in uh, Love Hate Bar in City of Industry, and at the Whiskey, we will put a at link. At the Whiskey, we will put, January nineteenth, we will put a link to their website on our Facebook, and make sure that you know what if you're in the LA area or anywhere close, make it to the Whiskey. They're going to be filming it. Uh, it's a great way to be on video and be part of the audience. Do some uh, uh, crowd surfing. You want to be on video, chicks? Take off your bra. <laughs> Bra. Yeah. Hey, bra. bra. Take off your bra. bra. <laughs> For my bra. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to put a link to their website on our Facebook so you can check it out. But we're really glad you guys made it. Hopefully, you can come back again. Maybe jam in the garage. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds fun. Sure. Let's awesome. do it. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to skip next week because it's Christmas. But we'll be back on Tuesdays on the 30th. Hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Good night. Shoo.